Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Soon comes around, doesn't it? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the podcast. Here we are. This is it. The podcast. The podcast where we delve into the grassroots music industry and have a look at what's going on. What's going on down here? Let's have a look about. Yeah, we... Uh, yeah, the, the the podcast is all about delving into the grassroots music industry and above, of course. Um, yeah, we're all here to have conversations. Uh, we're all living in the real world, so it's warts and all. Let's have real conversations about what's going on in the music industry. With me, Carl Maloney, the host of this podcast. How are you doing, you Yeah, nice one, nice one. Uh, very enjoyable week this week. What have I done this week? I should really write notes for uh, my little musings at the beginning of a podcast. Oh, I went to see Pulp. Yeah, as a Sheffield lad. Um, I used to live just up the road from Stanhope Road uh, in, in Turk, Sheffield. I used to live at Gleagos Town End, just up the road. Uh, and I can remember seeing the sign and think, oh, that's where Jarvis and that used to live. Uh, it, and it was fantastic. Absolutely. Thank you to SJM that sorted out some press tickets so we could review the gig it was an absolute very very packed venue I'm sure they oversell these things um, but yeah it was uh, it was hard to get about but just such a back catalogue it's going to be amazing so if you've got tickets for pulp out and about uh, you're in for a treat ladies and gentlemen on the RGM uh, web pages as well by the way you can see our review on there Baxter Drury opened the show up. Great picks and a review of Baxter too. Obviously, you've got to get there for the sports, aren't you? You know, don't have your dick about it. You've got to support these people. And I filmed a, a 360 video of Pink Glove as well, the song by Pulp. So that's on the YouTube channel as well, if you want to have a look. A few hundred people have looked at that. Nice. Basically, I've got this camera that films 360 degrees and you can uh, look around you. It's like you. It's like you're at the gig, but you're not. You're on YouTube. If you've got them for posh goggles and shit, you know, where you can 3D stuff, pop them on and look at YouTube. And it's like you're at the gig. Quite far back, so it's hard to get to the front. And of a man of a certain age, I can't be asked to go right to the front of these gigs anymore. I can't be asked. Yeah, but it was a cracking gig. So yeah, just pop on to rgm.press. There's loads of stuff like that hanging around there for you, you to have a, a lovely look at. And today, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a really special episode. We've got an episode with a band that I had on at RGM Live maybe 10 years ago. Okay, now, at, at the Mulberry Tavern in Sheffield. Um, and they're now just on, just, you know, just, you know, just about to announce this. Well, they've, they've announced it. It's on sale, pre-sale. It's not out yet. Their third album. Yeah. And they've got a big, massive tour coming up as well that we talk about. You know, delve into all the different cities and how you go about, you know, cracking the industry and getting out and about and selling tickets in different 
places of the world. It is, ladies and gentlemen, Apollo Junction. Yeah, so really, really, you know, really enjoyable uh, conversation we've got for the lads coming up right now, ladies and gentlemen. So thank you for joining us for another week of music. Very much appreciated. We're over 100 episodes now, so delve into the archives. Why not? I see there's plenty in there. Plenty in there for you to enjoy. Uh, I jump over on YouTube and all because uh, that's growing nicely. Um, subscribe on there. Click on the uh, thing, notification bell. That's what YouTubers tell you to do, isn't it? So I'm just copying them. Uh, and join us every week for a nice chat here at the RGM World. Delving into the music industry. <laughs> I'm waffling again, aren't I? Right, okay, ladies and gentlemen. Without further ado, let's stop pissing about. Let's have a great good chat. Leeds Band, Apollo Junction. Take it away, boys. I'm all right. I'm all right. Thank you. So five of you. So we've got Johnny, Matt, Sam, Ben, Jamie. You're all there. Where, where do we find you then? Where are you? Where, where's, what, what is this place you're in? Oh, now, interestingly, we are in our base in Geisley in Leeds, which is, is a shed. I know it looks like a shed, and <laughs> okay. it is a shed. Right. It's where our, uh, uh, our code label is based. Oh, so right. um, nice. this is our sort of our home. Whenever we're not on a stage or in a studio, yeah. we usually can be found here in this small camp space, just nice. uh, uh, vinyl listening to music and uh, planning um, our world domination. <laughs> yes, fair, fair enough. Don't blame it all. So, or, so, or, or having pizza. Yeah, okay. The other. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. So, um, fresh from a big, massive gig at Isle of Wight, I'm always fascinated by these big festival gigs that are out there and what goes on behind the scenes and all that kind of stuff. And I'm always searching for... Uh, that magical dust that I think is out there behind stage, backstage at festivals. But I always find it hard to, uh, to when I when I am backstage at festivals, it's generally just a, a portaloo and a, a few sandwiches and maybe even a free beer now and again. But tell me there's, there's magic sprinkled behind backstage at these big festivals, boys. Tell me. You've got sandwiches? <laughs> I didn't even know about that. I have seen it. Once. I don't know anything about that magic. Okay. I don't know anything about that magic dust either. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, uh, class. I love it. I love yeah. backstage. Uh, um, I don't why it's brilliant. Uh, the Kate, the the canteen area was brilliant. Where yeah. you always see people coming in. I mean, it was a couple of years ago. Who did we see walking in? Tom Jones. Tom Jones. Tom Jones. Oh, there you it's go. The world changed. World changes when you've queued up behind Tom Jones for your dinner. Yeah. And you go, oh, what's he having? What is that? I'll have the same as Tom Jones. <laughs> what did he have? Oh, it was uh, what was it two years ago? It was uh, it, oh, it was something like um, pasta bakers or something like that. Okay, all right, okay, fair. Enough. So, what did you do? Did you just like uh, like? Because I'm fascinated by this because anybody could walk in at these things behind behind you know backstage at a festival. But what was it like? You know, um, being in the same room as Tom Jones was it? Was it? I don't know. You tell me. I'm just trying to guess. Well, nowadays it's not unusual. Yeah. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Here we go. Uh, I'm I'm out we've been leading you all the way to then saying that basically. Okay. That's all we've got. Um, it was. You know, it's 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 weird when you do these things because yeah. you start you do see the other side of it and you realise that you know it might be I don't know uh, Tim Booth out of James, mm. but he still needs to have his dinner before yeah. he goes on stage. Yeah. And so um, yeah, we love it. The whole the backstage part is is. Is ace. You sort of see the whole of the side. You just yeah. realise that it's, you know, how much is going on and how much is going on behind the scenes. Yeah. And we, uh, we went like this year. We were 
we went from eating our dinner to um, to having a chat with the lottery winners, mm. um, and then to um, to going over and chatting to Edith Bowman, and, and us, and I just keep dropping names. Yeah. But we went and saw we were chatting to the lottery winners, then we were chatting to Edith Bowman, then we were chatting to um, John Giddens, who is like the main guy who booked us. He's like the the, yeah. the big boss of Ireland White Festival, and he just yeah. go can't every day be like this. It's yeah. it's brilliant. Well, we've had the lottery winners on the podcast a few times, and they're a lot of fun, yeah. aren't they? What, what what were they up to? Can you dish the dirt on what they've been up to? Yeah, they were just moseying about, to be honest. Okay. Uh, they were just um, having a little wander backstage. Yeah. We, uh, they'd played on Thursday night in the Big Top, and we were playing mm. on the Friday sort of evening in the Big Top. Yeah. So we sort of wandered over. And, and also, we, we know, first time we'd actually met, but we have sort of chatted on online. We sort of follow each other on social media, yeah. and, with, you know, obviously, their band that we... You know, we look up to and respect us as amazing songwriters, and obviously things are going so yeah. well for them. So we're having um, we had a little, little chat with them, and but to be honest, we weren't getting up to anything overly exciting, unless yeah. they didn't tell us about the exciting <laughs> thing we were about to do. But they were just having a wander, and we were having a wander, and we sort of bumped into each other. Sure. Did they give you any tips on how to get a number one album? Uh, they said sell lots of records. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Well, we're going to come to your album that. We, well, the the aims for your new album to chart, isn't it? So we'll come to that in a bit. So I was just wondering, you know, did 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 you have a conversation about that at all with them? Just being nosy. Um, being honest, what all they said was go for it. You yeah. know, it's yeah. believe that believe that it can happen, and and just give it all you've got to to make it happen. Mm. And if it happens, fantastic. And if it doesn't, then at least you've given it your best shot. And and to be honest, that's kind of how we feel about the whole being in a band as well. You know, I think yeah. they're quite similar in the fact that they've been going a while and they've had varying degrees of success and and things have got better for them over the last handful of years. Yeah. And we sort of find ourselves in a, a similar position where things are starting to go really well. And mm. But it's all down to self-belief and power of the people who like us and the fans. And, the you know, it's, it's yeah, it's about being good, but it's about how much support you have and how much yeah. people believe in what you're doing. And, and they're like the, the ultimate band at doing that, I think. So, you know... It was, uh, yeah, interesting. No, it's, it's really good. And we're going to come to just how well you guys are doing because, you know, you're selling loads of tickets for your tour. You've just sold shitloads of, you know, vinyl pre-order stuff for the new album, that kind of stuff. It's definitely <laughs> exciting times, but I just want to, re- before we get onto those things, I just want to rewind a little bit and just hang around Isla White for a little bit because you were, uh, you, you had some, uh, t- tell us about your sleeping arrangements for the festival. Oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, can you hear me okay, Neil? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, well, basically, we were um, kind of, you know, obviously, they came in quite late, the Light, which is mm. a great pleasure to be asked. Yeah. So, obviously, you said, any band would say, yeah, to play in the Light. And then we looked at the ferry, and we just got, we just booked, mm. like, the last ferry. Well, Johnny here just booked it. Mm. Then we looked at accommodation, there was none. Um, and because you can only leave your, your bus, at a certain point for so many hours of the day you know camping was a bit out of the question for us only because we'd have to lug equipment here there and everywhere yeah. so Jamie put a tweet out um, we're going to have to stay somewhere okay. the other way otherwise mm-hmm. th- you know there's a chance we might not even play and um, yeah so some guy got in touch with Jamie didn't he and put us in touch with his nana no it was his mum it was his mum it was his mum yeah, yeah. Um, and what a beautiful little sweet old lady she was you know she, she was she was just brilliant so there we are staying 
you know, we're having this rock and roll experience. And at the same time, it's like having an anabiocide. <laughs> we came off stage and she said to me, um, what time are you home? I, I've got a curry and slow cooker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. You've just come off Big Top and it's, uh, you get that. It's brilliant. I want, I, I, we, we had a great time. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, she was great. She was class. It, it 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 just gives you so much like you know it, it, humanity out there. The, the nice things happen, don't they? You know, when you just, you just look at the news and uh, everything's all doom and gloom, but then you just get that little ray of light that enters your life. Somebody that's kind and just wants to help you out. Um, that must have just been heartwarming, really. Yeah, it was. It was. It, yeah, it sort of gave us that. It reminds you every so often. You find things sort of. Give you that little reminder that that people mm. are ace and people are lovely yeah. and people do want to look out for each other and uh, and yeah when we when we sort of put the message out mm. searching for somewhere to stay and going okay well because when we go to the Isle of Wight we know it's it's a long way from home we want to stay the full weekend we want to have yeah. a really nice time and sort of you know not just play but also just take part in the whole weekend yeah. so um, we we needed somewhere to stay and um, and yeah this this guy getting in touch and going do you know what and at first we we're like well you're obviously mad and there's no way this is going to happen. And um, and then suddenly the next thing I was on the phone to his mum and she's going, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Come on, I'm, I'll live five minutes away from the festival. And I still thought, no, this is mad. It's, it's never going to happen. And then two weeks later, we were all sat on her sofa uh, having a coffee and going, Oh, this is ace. Let's do it. Yeah. And um, they came to the festival and sort of had, you know, they had the whole festival experience. And yeah, and it was, it was, it was brilliant. It was, uh, yeah, a really sort of special experience as well. Yeah, because it, it weren't just you five staying at the house. There was more of you. You've got a bit of a team, haven't you? You know, they put your manager and all that kind of stuff. Um, so you know, it's just to have, how many were they like in this house and how, how, how big was the house? Ten, ten, nine, 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 there's nine, nine of us. Nine, nine of us. Yeah. Nine of us in total, and yeah, I must admit when we all piled into her house, <laughs> bags, obviously a little bit of equipment. Yeah. Um, I the, the thought did go through my head: what the hell has she let herself in for? Yeah. Um, but no, it says she was so accommodating. They cleared out the the house for us. They made beds. They kind of put us up in the lounge, and you know, nice. it was just yeah, it was it was awesome. And um, like Ben said, you know, we couldn't have done it without them. So I think the tweet that we put out. Almost said that, didn't it? In some yeah, way, yeah. like, thanks to thanks to Nana, we've been able to do this this weekend. So, uh, yeah, it was really really nice. So, could could it could it have honestly been a, a case of you might not have been able to play if that wouldn't have happened? We'd we'd have played, but we'd have been sleeping yeah. in the van. There's no way we wouldn't have played. Yeah. We'd have we'd have right, okay. Yeah, well, we'd have been sleeping in a van, yeah. and we'd have <laughs> and it, it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been as fun, and we wouldn't have been able to enjoy like it's. It's like uh, I don't know. One of Jamie said we enjoy the actual festival, mm. and one of the things that the 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 the, uh, the, the lottery winners were doing, they were watching all the other bands. Yeah. So they they came to watch us, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. And, and and that's what we do. You know, we go and support other bands. You know, we'll go to this feeling tent, we'll go to the other to the tents and watch these bands, and and that would have just gone. It would have been go yeah. play the gig, go home. But a massive part of it is sharing the time with the fans, and and we have people. Yeah who know us now on the Isle of Wight or from Southampton, mm. from Portsmouth, they make the trip over. Oh. And, you know, one of the things we do and um, what we're very proud of is we, we we spend time with our fans, we interact with our fans, um, hence why our fans do amazing things for us. Um, and that would have gone. So, yeah, it would have been just playing the gig. So we're very grateful. Well, we're deep into festival season now. Glastonbury's just been passed. Uh, what did you think of the Arctic Monkeys' performance? Sam, 
Go on, Sam. I, mean, I thought it was okay. I mean, I've read the reviews saying it's a bit stale. They played the songs, what they did on the tour, and there wasn't much yeah. uh, difference. But, you know, I, I thought it was, uh, it was all right. Uh, let's be honest. The only thing you can say about the Atom Monkeys performance is it wasn't Elton John's performance, was it? Because Elton yeah. John was was incredible, and and you, you know that was that sort of led the way of of how you do a festival headline set. And the Atom Monkeys were all right, you know. It's all right if you want to be all right, you know. But it was it was okay. It was all right. I, I They're subs- doing what they yeah. They, they, that's it. They've done things their way, and and that's just yeah. how they play. It is a bit relaxed, and it's not like. Uh, jumping up and down, it's it, it never was at the beginning. Uh, if if if, if uh, what always surprises me how quick people are to uh, to moan about stuff <laughs> in this world, uh, and and they only have to just look at a band from their armchair and go straight onto Twitter and just lose the shit. I just find it fascinating that music fans are, can be so up and down sometimes. It's it's a weird old world out there, isn't it? Yeah. in it now. The Arctic Monkeys are just doing what they want to do, and yeah. you've got to respect that. And if you don't like it, turn the telly off and yeah. do something. Else. Don't sit there whinging. Yeah. We're doing what we want to do. You yeah. know, we're very proud of what we do, and I'm sure the Arctic Monkeys are very proud of what they do. If you don't enjoy it, that's that's cool. <laughs> just that's it. Keep that. Don't don't bring negativity to the world. It's yeah. not what we need. You know, if 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 somebody's doing art in any respect and you don't like it, you're the one missing out because you don't get it. Yeah. I always think this. If I listen to songs and I'm like, I don't really get this, I always yeah. feel like I'm the one missing out because a lot of people are getting it. Yeah. And so it's just like, let people write and make the music they want to do. If, you don't, if it's not your cup of tea, don't listen to it. You don't need to be horrible about it. You don't, and but it, people just like to be annoyed by stuff, don't they? Just a, Look at it, everyone <laughs> likes our songs, isn't it? It's like you say, it's... At Glastonbury... Just like on the TV, yeah. you can do something else. If you don't want, if you don't want to watch the Arctic Monkeys play, then at Glastonbury there's a million things to do. You can go watch someone on another stage. You can go for a little walk. You can go, you know, get mad. It's 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 up to you. And if you sat at home, then turn it over to BBC Two and watch the snooker, or turn it over to ITV yeah. and watch something else. You know, it's not. It's it's like Matt says. It's relative, isn't it? You don't. You can do. There's always something else to do. Yeah, I, I, I'm just always fascinated by how people can just lose the shit over a, just watching a band on telly and think and think mm. that people give a shit about their opinion. It's just my my little thing. Anyway, so how long have Apollo Junction been going then now? Because I can remember years and years ago, probably about a hundred years ago, having you guys on in Sheffield, um, many many moons ago. How how long? I can't, I'm trying to think how long ago was that? What that would don't think, that was, don't, don't think about that. Don't. Funnily <laughs> enough, that was a hundred years ago. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, and Addy were just breaking through. <laughs> <laughs> um, we do you know what we we've been going um, uh, for probably about ten years, just over ten yeah. years. You know, we are our third album's coming out of it in the year, so it's yeah. you know we. We have been around the houses and we've played a lot of gigs to uh, to harder anybody. Yeah. You know, we we know what it's like to have done the circuit and done the circuit again and yeah. played to know done all these things. We we've seen it. We've watched we've bought, watched bands come and go. We've watched the next big thing come and the next big thing go. And yeah. you know, we just continued same lineup, same five piece band, same same band doing what we like doing. Yeah. And slowly but surely, people have got into us. But yeah, it's been. We've been going ages. It's ridiculous, honestly. Sometimes I look around and think, "Mate, how how long have we been a band?" But yeah. but we love it, don't we? Yeah. You know, yeah. don't we? 
everybody's ordered to say yes so uh, well you know, what i what i think about you know there's there's always been a determination from you guys to um you know to continue and and work through uh, all the challenges that come up in this music industry. And, and you know, it, it, it's always been there from the beginning that you guys are taking this seriously. You know, you, you, you've had certain, like, looks and you, you've thought about the image of the band and, you've, uh, and, you, and, you've, and over the years you've, you've developed that and tried loads of things out as well, which I've enjoyed as part of your journey. Yeah, I think that's fair. I, I think... <laughs> I think that's that's part of it for us. We were trying to work out what we were, mm. and then eventually we did. And um, and then I think one of the things that we we really focused on was our fan base. Yeah. So I, I I think we were writing good songs. I don't think we've ever that's never been in doubt. But it was actually getting them out there for people mm. to listen to, and it was cracking into to that that area uh, that that has broken us really and made this sort of like go warmth mm. because. Yeah. Um, we do interact with our fans and we do, we do do that. And loads of the bands are standoffish and you always talk about it, don't you, Jamie? Like, yeah, I, I think the, the scene's changed. I think a lot of bands still think it's like it used to be where, where bands could just, we didn't have to have that interaction. You know, we didn't have to have that, but now with the changing world of social media, the fans and the people who follow us, you know, uh, almost feel like they, the, part of the experience be part of the band and be part of the they call it like themselves like the aj family and i love that idea you know it's because we are so if someone takes the time to send us a message on twitter or facebook or whatever and um you know we take the time to send a reply back because why wouldn't we you know that's surely that's the nice thing to do and we need them as much as hopefully they need us so it is it's it's about building that and i, I do think it probably took us a bit of time to to work that out a little bit because not just because we, you know, we've been a band a while and we sort of eventually went, actually, there's, there's something really special about this, something really special about what we're building and the fact that people feel so a part of it. And that, and since we all, since the idea almost dawned on us and we realised how important it was, things have continued just to go far quicker and to grow and grow. Yeah. So how do you, um, you know, maintain relationships. So, so it's okay saying, you know, replying, oh, nice one, thank you, all that kind of stuff on social media. But how do you build that into like relationships with, um, with these fans that you get? What's the mechanics behind that? How do you physically do it? Well, it goes down to what you, you know, caring about them, and and that that can be they come to a gig and yeah. everyone goes over, and make sure they say thank you to them for coming. Mm. But um, it goes deeper, doesn't it? I mean, we did that thing at Christmas time. Where um, where um, we we realise that there's per- certain people coming to our gigs who've gone through things and 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 have had bad times and good times and find a lot of like belonging in our lyrics and in in what we we're singing about because yeah. singing about those sort of things and um, and so one of the things we did was uh, we 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 made sure that we called anyone who wanted calling on Christmas Day if there's anyone who's spending Christmas on their own because what we find is a lot of people have come to gigs on their own because they feel safe at our gigs, which is amazing. And then those people have formed a bit of a group, which is incredible. Nice. And we, so it's just, honestly, it's, it's that we care, we care about them. And, and we do, mm-hmm. we genuinely do. And I know that when we sit down to write lyrics and when we sit down to write songs, because, you know, we're all there, we talk about it. We're like, all right, well, you know, what's this song about? Well, it's about that. And, you know, how will that, you know, how will that affect this? And, oh, well, let's, let's make it. And so we're almost giving a piece of our, our sort of souls to our fans in our music. Um, 
And we also have some, right, we try and do, we, we do the conventional. So we'll go on tour, we'll play the conventional way, but we'll also try and throw in like more unusual type things. So we'll do, you know, for every sort of typical gig that we do, and we'll try and make every gig an experience. Um, but we'll also do a bit of a crazy idea like we played, yeah. uh, we did, we put, we played in here before and we had like the core fan base down and, um, and played in a shared acoustic and we did, uh, we played in a haunted house. Nice. which were invited to a fan, got in touch and said, do you know what? I, I work part of this haunted house. Would you would you come and play it? And surprisingly, we went, yeah, do you know what? We will. So we went and yeah. played in a haunted house one night and we had some fans come down to that. We went to uh, went to the Tan Hill, which is, you know, like the, the country's highest music venue. But we didn't just go and play the Tan Hill. We also put on a bus from like a bus from Leeds and we took 50 fans or 60 fans, whatever it was, yeah. with us to that gig. We, we're doing that again. We're uh, on, on, yeah, on October the twenty eighth, when we pl- I know we're going to come on to the tour, yeah. but when we're playing uh, Blackpool at the Bootleg Social, mm. uh, if you go on our website, you can book to get on the uh, the bus to to Blackpool. Can't so, you? so we're going to also do. It's not just a case of coming to a gig. It's it's we will put you on a bus at ten o'clock in the morning, come to Blackpool, spend the day, mm. but it's have a next time, and afterwards you can get back on the bus and go home. But hopefully <laughs> we do it in. I don't think other bands do it like we do it. You know, we do these. You know, like I say, we have uh, unusual and bit sort of crazy, wacky ideas, but yeah. but we love it. You know, we love coming up with it. And it's Mick, the guy who runs who owns the, the label, the guy who sort of lets us in his shed. He uh, <laughs> he he has a lot of mad ideas and a lot of the ideas of going. Do you know what? Have you thought about going and playing there? And we could do this, mm-hmm. and we could do, and we go, okay. Like he made us play in a where did we play in Kirkstall? We, play, we, play oh, in yeah. brewery. Brewery. we did a brewery yeah. tour. Oh yeah, all right, okay, fair enough. That, that that's never going to be a bad idea, is it? Oh, I tell you what, we were in York recently <laughs> doing a gig in York at a record shop, and we were just having a beer by the river. Yeah. Nice little plug there, yeah. But we were, we were we were we were by the river having a beer, and this big boat came across, mm. yeah, carrying people, and we could just see Mick looking at it, and we're thinking, oh no, we're going to be playing on that boat. <laughs> <laughs> It's great, though. Yeah, it no, I, lo- I love it. So do, do you think you're a, a stronger band for having all those years behind you and just grafting and just doing the circuit, you know, just playing as many gigs as you can and, um, you know, just starting to, you know, break through now? Do you think it's made you a stronger humans and band? Yeah, I think it has. I think um, we're a lot older as well, you know, obviously 10 years, 10 yeah. years in the game. And tell I think about, our music tell me about become... It. <laughs> our music's become a lot more mature you know we were talking about it earlier tonight um you know the journey from our first record to to where we are now and the stuff that we're writing for the fourth album already is just you know it just shows the kind of journey that we've been on as a band and yeah we've we've grafted we've grafted art we've, as jamie said we played to nobody we played to the isle of white to thousands of people um you know we go into every gig like you know like it's our last gig we're ever gonna do um so yeah uh, yeah and we're friends, you know, the friendship, what, you know, like in 10 years, what have you been through? Yeah. You know, uh, like, and we have yeah, been through so, experiences, yeah. so much, not just in the band, outside of the band, you know, we supported each other at our highest, but we've also been there for each other at our lowest. And, um, and that, that's mega. And, um, and so that does unite you. And that's a bond that you can't, you, that can never go. Mm. And it is unusual. It's the same five people, the same five faces. Yeah. We've had no, no changeover, no sort of going, okay, well, that person's gone off there, that person. It, it is unusual. And the fact that we are so solid in what we do, it, you know, it's 
I think that shows just that that bond that we must have. But yeah. like we always we always say it, but we are we are just like a family now. We are we are a solid family. We are we spend more time together than we do with members of of a family. It's it's crazy. We are, but we are just such a solid unit. It's it's this. It is very strange that you've that it's the same lineup. It, is, it must have been close to somebody dropping a bollock. <laughs> yeah, we, I'm, we I'm, keep... just, I'm just digging for something. I don't. I don't think in the ten years that we've been a band, we've we've had like obviously little falling <laughs> and things like that. But I don't think we've ever had a major fallout. Like I, I can't no. recall. I can't recall. We all bring it back to if if we ever have a, an argument, a bickerment, we've all got we've always got the same common goal, which is yeah. a hollow junction. So if yeah, you know, if we'll bicker, it might be over a record like, oh, can we take out that outro? You know, and we might argue about stuff like that, but we've got the same common goal, so it's like... We've got the common goal and the same common fear, and the scariest thought in the world is it come to a Saturday night and us put on the Isle of Wight and think, we're not there, and we never will be there again. It's over. And that it's hauntingly scary. Yeah, um, I was thinking that sounds brilliant. As <laughs> <laughs> easy as that. <laughs> but, but, you know, you go back to what you said right at the start, all that magic and all that jazz, yeah. the idea that that can never happen again. And that is it is. Yeah. It's harrowing. yeah harrowingly it's harrowing, scary. Yeah. So oh, what will we do? You know, when it's, when all of it's over, when it's all done, what, what will we do? You know, what would we do? Yeah. It's don't ask that question next, it's rhetorical. I don't want to answer <laughs> yes, okay. it. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, yeah, but it's it you know, you, we always say to each other, um, we can only fail if we give up. Yeah. Uh, we can uh, it'll only we can only not get where we want to be if if we stop and just give it all up, you know. Yeah. It's you know what is what's for saying, do what you can't. So Yeah. Nice. No, it's, that that that's so that that's a great saying. So where where do you feel Apollo Junction are now? Within the within the industry, where do you feel you sit right now, in the grand scheme of it all? In a shed. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably say with the tour coming up, you know, we've mm. got a really really good tour though. The venues yeah. are great, the dates are great, mm. and uh, the well, album was great. Yeah, the man are probably going to kill me for saying this, but I always sort of do football analogies, like oh, oh, I'm a League One, I'm a League Two, but yeah. You know, I'd say we're potentially breaking through now. You know, the, you know the tour's great, and that's a big step up. Selling out the vinyls were great. Yeah. So I'd probably say, you know, Premier League's your elite yeah. band. You know, possibly playoffs. You know, but I'm Championship. Yeah, championship, championship playoffs. playoffs. You reckon? What's the Champions League then? Is that the Champions League like Elton John territory? You two. You, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's... <laughs> I've got nothing. No, I've got absolute nonsense. Should we should we continue with this conversation? <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just enjoying you bicker a little bit there, and just uh, it, it's nice to see the inner workings of the band. Go on. Yeah, no, that Ben's right. It's uh, yeah. we are you know we're continuing to move. We're move, we're moving on up, and uh, and yeah, hopefully. We're ready to uh, to be promoted. I preferred Ben's analogy of the um the pick you know, oh, the, the, claw, the, the machine. claw machine. So if you imagine oh, yeah. like the claw machine, full of bands, you know, all kind of yeah. squabbling over each other trying to make it, and the claw has kind of picked us up a little bit out of the okay. out of the. Yeah. Is we're not yeah. we're not over the finish line, but we've been, you know, there's some there's something going on. It's now. grabbed He's you right. by the arse, so it's looking good on the claw. 
If you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, we're all doing a claw thing and just pretending we're playing games. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. So, um, so yeah, the, the tour then. So, you know, you, you mentioned earlier, you've got, you know, the Blackpool out at the seaside. Big trip out for you and your fans, traveling over the Pennines and in, over to the seaside. So what, what you know, it, it's no mean feat to put on a coach and take on the extra stress of bringing people to a gig from... Oh, miles over there, you know, that, that's a lot of hard work as well. How, how, how do you find, um, you know, time to like do all this kind of stuff and, and, and do these extra things to make stuff happen in different places? Where's, where's, yeah, that, where's that drive come from? Yeah. Delegate. That's yeah, it. Nice one. <laughs> you know, uh, to be honest with you, we sit down, uh, we sit down with Mick, who is absolutely crazy, as Jamie alluded to, <laughs> and we say, can we make this work? Uh, we made it work for the Tan Hill. So if it worked for the Tan Hill, we were like, yeah. this is going to work for Blackpool. Mm. Um, and do you know what? Our fans make it work. Yeah. Not us. We'll put it on. We'll tell them the time. We'll tell them the place. And they will make it work. They'll get there because they love it. And it goes back to the fans, the fans, the fans. Yeah. You know, in the most recent Facebook post that we did across the socials, sorry, the most recent post we did across yeah. the socials, it's all about the fans. It's all about them yeah. and the commitment to us. And that's why it works. Otherwise, it's just five lunatics, Mick, six lunatics booking a coach. Yeah. They make it work. So it's it's actually not not that hard. We'll we'll find a time, we'll find a place, and they're amazing. So come the morning of the twenty eighth of October, yeah. there will be a queue of people somewhere in Leeds. I don't know yet. Mick will know, ready to get on a bus. Yeah, and that'll be it. And we'll see them there, and it'll be mint. It'll just be mega, and we'll see all the Facebook statuses they make, all the Instagram stories. Um, because we can't do that, we'll be sound checking, yeah. and it'll be great. But the beauty of that is, is there also be people in Blackpool coming to that gig. Mm. Like our music, like the Spotify listeners are just going up and up and up. Yeah. And because of we've had some good exposure in the past, like you know we've been played on um, Champions League, the World Cup, and stuff. So people have discovered us, and that's why the tour's going well. Like Manchester's nearly sold out. Mm. You know, we're going to play there a handful of times, and people will come from other cities as well which is great you know so you, you mentioned manchester there where are you played in manchester uh just nearly sold out yeah i've just got a list on there so you've nearly sold gulliver's out. on uh on saturday the 11th of november gulliver's oh gulliver's right okay nice one nice one i love yeah. gulliver's i put gigs on there myself though i love gulliver's it's, it's one of those buildings you look at and you think that's not a music venue then you're walking downstairs and you think hmm, i'm in a pub it's not a music venue but then you go upstairs and then this like ballroom opens up to you uh, have you played there before no, no, never been no. there lovely, lovely no. venue, uh, lovely venue. I've, I've had loads of our gym live gigs there. It's just such a nice place. And you're quite high up as well, so people that are really at the back can see the band uh, as well. So oh, it's, it's, really, so it's, really, really, it's a really good experience for fans as well, that venue. That'd be great. Yeah, our manager, uh, Neil, and, and our agent, uh, Steve uh, Zapp, uh, he, um, they, they sort of, they discussed the venues. They, they spent a lot of time sort of picking venues and going, mm. we don't just want to go anywhere. We want to go to the right places. You know, we, we sort of had, we sort of worked on the cities that we wanted, but then there was a lot of discussion about putting us in the right buildings and to, yeah. you know, to, to show off, you know, what we can do. In, in the right places. So, Gulliver's, I know, was one of those, Blackpool was, you know, but every venue on the tour mm. is, is somewhere which hasn't just been grabbed as like, oh, we need to go there, so let's just do that. It's every venue is somewhere where we've selected it as a place that we've wanted to play. 
Yeah, well, I can see, obviously, you're playing, you know, hometown leads at the Bruder now. Um, yeah. Over 200 tickets sold in the first week for that one. That must be that must be a nice feeling, just to know that your hometown's got your back. Yeah, well, we used to, we always talk about, um, like, two, three years ago, mm. we used to sell, we did it, we announced a gig in Leeds, and after a few months, we'd, we were on something like 48 tickets or something daft yeah. like that, and we were going... Oh my goodness! What what are we going to do? You know we can't. We're not shifting yeah. tickets. It's not. You know this is our hometown. These are the ones where even the people we know aren't bothering to go. You know, yeah. and and um, slowly but surely it, it's all turned around. So now we announced hometown and and we shift. You know hundreds of tickets. And yeah. um, by the time we go, like Brudenell is a venue that we've been waiting to play. It's been on the list, and we've been. I don't want to say scared of the place, but but it's it's such a legendary historical yeah. place for these bands to play at home. And we sort of gone, we know we have to go there, but let's not go there this time. And then this time became that time. And it was like, okay, it's time. As part of this tour, we're going to do the groove now. It's going to be amazing. That just, it, it just, you know, it, it, it is an iconic venue. And it just, you, you just see everybody stood outside the, the sign for it outside. Don't you? I've never been to it myself. I'd love to get, get to a gig. I need to get to a gig there for it. And you just see everybody that goes there. They just always stood out the side. It looks, does it look like a bit like a, I don't know, like a Phoenix Knights kind of place. It doesn't look much from outside, but then it's got all the history inside of it. Uh, well, well. Oh, wow, this is this. But December the 2nd, if you've never been, yes, I've got a, I've got a opportunity for you to come down. <laughs> yes, well, I do live in Manchester, so I've got Gulliver's on my list as well. And obviously Sheffield, my hometown. You're playing Sydney Matilda as well, which, you know, I've put many gigs on at Sydney Matilda. Lovely venue in Sheffield. Great sound, uh, great environment for people. Um, um, a, a different type of venue. It's got like a big courtyard to it outside and it's like a good place for people to mingle. But then there's a little like stairway down into a downstairs little room where it's got a low roof. And just a, it's just one of those mad warm gigs the way where you just when it goes off you just know it's just gonna go off. So how do you feel about your your return to Sheffield? Yeah, very much excited uh, to do it. I mean, you you probably saw our first gig in Sheffield. You put us on, didn't you? Was that uh, that was Mulberry Tavern? Yeah, 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 yeah. come a long way. That's not there anymore. Is it not? No, not as a not as a music venue. I don't think anyway. I might be wrong. I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, you know, yeah, we've played in Sheffield now quite a few times. Mm. It's uh, it's a great city. It's a fantastic city for music, and you know we really want you know the fans in Sheffield are great, and everyone seems really friendly, and we just want to make it. We just want to really break it in Sheffield, you know, from yeah. completely. Home. Well, I'm coming, well, I'm coming to see you on because we're we're not far off tram lines now. I'm coming to see you. You're headlining the Crystal Stage, the amazing Crystal Stage in Sheffield on the Sunday, I believe. Is it you, you're headlining that yeah. gig too? We uh, we're doing a festival, uh, Forest Festival in Ireland on the Saturday. We're going oh, yeah. over on the Friday, so we're going yeah. to Ireland. Um, first time in Ireland as well yeah. playing this festival. There's loads of bands on, like James and Suede and bands that we love. And then we're coming yeah. back over sort of through the night and coming to headline the Crystal Stage at um, at yeah. Lines, obviously on the Sunday. So that weekend is going to be is going to be ace. It's going to be brilliant. It's I, I I'm staying over. I get there Thursday and I go back Monday. And Saturday is when I start like, oh, this is hard work. As a man, <laughs> as a man of a certain age, just like, because uh, I like to have a drink and that, you know. So I, and hangovers are getting even worse these days. But I, I managed to do really well at uh, enjoying myself for four days solid, and I can't wait to 
Uh, I can't wait for you to finish off my week to finish off my weekend because that's what I'll be doing watching you guys. That's I can't think <laughs> of a, I can't think of a better tonic to be honest with you. Oh no, that's right. I'm gonna grab a beer when we're there. Yeah, and man, that'll, be, yeah. that'll be that'll be nice. Yeah, and you're not just playing England, of course. Scotland, big journey up Scotland. How do you find it? How, how do you find like finding pocket of fans? You know, not just um, in the north. What we're talking about, you know, Scotland, a different country. How how, how do you find engaging with fans that far away? Yeah, well, I guess it's kind of unbelievable. We've never actually mm. played in Scotland, um, but somehow we've managed to get a fan base up there. So, yeah, thanks, yeah. guys, for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, when, when is it Glasgow? Is it November, November the 4th? Yeah, yeah, Saturday. Yeah, so, no, so it's going to be great. You get up to Glasgow, have a day out on, on a weekend, you know, it'd be, be cool. But also, like, you know, we've, it's not just the north. We've also got fans yeah. down in the south. So, you know, fingers crossed there might be an announcement maybe next year about a bit of a southern tour but you know we we were kind of aiming to get you know not just Yorkshire now we want to be you know national and that's the way to do it really get out on the gig circuit well 40 tickets sold really quickly for Scotland I hear so you know that that must be nice just to and Glasgow as well they're well known for you know being really good uh, you know uh, just well just mad crowds in Scotland uh, I hear um so why why do you think it's like spread that far up why do you think you just think oh i've seen what's going on down here i've heard you want to tell you a bit your spotify's growing do you think the algorithms are helping you up there i suppose i don't know i believe in our songs yeah i know that sounds a bit arrogant but i think yeah. you know i've always believed if we can get people to listen and watch us live mm. then that you know just builds and and scotland's ace as a place in terms of getting behind bands and mm. and if you've got a loyal fan base in scotland you've got a loyal fan base forever i mean you went to go see oasis in scotland didn't you and didn't you yeah, yeah 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 i mean I like back in the day and you said it was just off the oh, chart yeah. like good you know like scotland's an amazing place we've been getting messages for a while on social media from people in scotland saying when are you coming to scotland when are you going to come and play in play in scotland i almost attempted an accent then and i stopped myself <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we've been getting messages uh for a while saying and we, we knew we needed to go but the worry always is but if you're going to go somewhere like you say so far away that mm-hmm. you're going to find out about yeah people wanted you to go but there was only four people that wanted you to go yeah but luckily, when we announced it, within a handful of days, we've gone sort of over fifty tickets. With mm. you know, it's our our first. The tour's been on sale a couple of weeks, and and our, our numbers that sort of keep coming back have been, uh, you know, more than anything we've ever done before mm. for for every city that we're going to. So it's it's exciting times, and it's it's a good time to get tickets. So. Well, there might not be many left by the time the podcast comes out anyway. So so if if anybody's hovering over the, the link that's in the description of this podcast for tickets for the tour, what would you say to those people to tell them to press? What How would you get them to press the button? Uh, stop hovering. <laughs> um, and uh, and do you know what? Come, come and see us because at, yeah. genuinely we are, you know, we are. I know. I know. We talk about our band, but we are. We are good live band. You know. We are. You know. When people see us, people come back. There's a reason why we've got the people come back and people who are booking who have seen us before who have booked every day on the tour to come for, because when you you know when you see us, there's something magical to go back to what we were saying. There's something magical about about what we do, and we want you know we want more people to experience it. So if there's any. Fe- sitters going should i go see them or should i go watch so 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 you know then obviously you should go see both and spot live music but if you're picking one 
come and see us. You know, give us a chance. We've got the songs. We'd love to show you what we can do. Well, I, 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 yeah, go on. it will sell out. You know, we yeah. are very confident the tour's going to sell out. Yeah. So if you are hovering, be quick. Don't miss- and we're going to make sure every gig is its own venue. Yeah, its own okay. venue. Its own um, <laughs> show. Its own show. Thank you. Yeah. Like we're not going to do that thing where we're going to go play the same set. We're not doing that. That's not going to happen. No. So if you don't come to one, it, you know, you're going to come to a different one. It's going to be a different show. All equally as brilliant. Well, it, it, you know, it, it only goes to show, you know, you, you put your pre-order for your album out there. It's the third album. Um, you know, you put your pre-order out there the other day and the vinyl shot out. What, what were it like? 250 straight out, gone uh, in, in an hour. So 350. Wow. In, in forty-five not, minutes, forty-five minutes. Wow. So that was a bloodish. That was a bloodish. Yeah, we've got we've got other. Um, obviously, our own edition of the albums. Um, there's all sorts going on, but the Blood Records, uh, yeah. Blood Records, got in touch, and obviously they're such a such a cool like label to work with. We've done so many like huge things, like from James to Liam Gallagher to you know all, all the all the huge acts are doing additions with them now, mm-hmm. and they got in touch, and we were like, oh okay, that sounds ace, and then they sent us over what it would look like, and it looked gorgeous, and then our, our manager uh, Niels went, okay, well we want to do like three hundred and fifty copies, we were like, okay, okay, let's see, let's see how how that goes, and when we went on sale, we, we've it was well we were sort of all you know chatting to each other on the phone going this is bonkers you know but in 45 minutes they'd all gone and i think it it was that they'd have gone you know they'd have gone quicker if people if because it just took a while to load and then Mm. i think we could have sold far more than that as well it just the amount of messages afterwards going i went to walk the dog and i came back (laughs) and they've all gone what's going on (laughs) we went yeah i know but what what was great was the fans who missed out were really like happy that yeah it you know what I mean, like it, and that's that's what goes back to our amazing fans because yeah. they're happy to that that we're going somewhere. They're pleased for us, and that's a, that's a really nice feeling with, within that. That you know, certain fans missed out, but they were like, "Well, that's all right," because you lot are doing so well, so we're happy. We're happy if you're doing well, and we haven't got many copies of the number. We've got a numbered, we've got a numbered um, black edition because they're all they're all different sort of like colors and designs on. Uh, through the uh, through the through the sh- through the website, and there's not many of those left either. Like no. barely any, and they're numbered with an OB strip, and then that'll that'll be that. They'll go soon. It's just real. It's it is bonkers. It's a really exciting time. So once they're, they're gone, they're gone. You know, we don't yeah. have them reissued or reprinted. So yeah, That's it. yeah. Once we yeah. sold out, that is they they are gone. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we'll talk about what's happening next. Yeah. Well, so the the third album then. Here we are. How 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 do, how is this? How, how do you feel you've developed as a band now? You've got a third album just about to come out. If you look back to album one and album two, where where does this stand in the grand scheme of Apollo Junction? Um, our album one is that typical journey of a band where mm. the songs on album one took all the years that we've been a band up to that point. Yeah. We'd we'd had all that time and all that you know, all those years of building our best songs. Yeah. And and that was album one. It was probably seven years in the making. Yeah. Um album two was the all in was the first time we sort of went, okay, well we need to we need to write it back to songs as an album now in this in this space of time and all in was, you know, we're incredibly proud of and that's sort of the album which the fan base 
sort of built themselves around because the mm. album really sort of it came out during during COVID times. Mm. It came out and and people seemed to really take it to heart and get and get behind it. Yeah. Uh, this new album was an album which it's it's I would say we talked about it. And it's the best the sort of the sounds of album one and the sounds of album two mixed together in a big pot mm. and turned into something that can only sound like us. And it's the best album we've ever done. I know all bands say that, but it is the best album I've ever done. And the the songs on it are, um, I just are just beautiful. You know, it, it shows a new level of maturity. The the Sam's just getting the the test press turned up oh, today. Welcome nice. to the after this interview. We're going to sit and listen. So this is this is it on vinyl, and uh, mm-hmm. we're going to sit and have a listen. And um, but it is it's some, it's something special. I don't know if anyone wants to add to, to their thoughts, what but more to say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's. It, we are incredibly proud of it. It's 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 amazing. Well, I'm really looking forward to it. I, I I love the journey of a band. I bang on about it on this podcast every week, and it's you know every journey is unique. Every journey has its ups and downs. Every journey, um, some some people's journey fail, but it looks like there's no stopping you boys. Yeah, it's yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Because like I said earlier, so many bands, so many bands do. Do come and and they disappear again, and yeah. and every, so I'm always amazed at how many bands don't get to the point of having an album out, and and they've gone or or and I think something we did at first was mm. we believed that you don't put an album out until a certain point, and then years can go by, and actually once you're putting albums out, in my opinion, that's when you're a band. That's when, you know, no matter how big you are or how small you are, once you're releasing albums and you're putting out bodies of work of, of what you've put together as your band, that's when you are really a band. And as soon as we put out Mystery, things started to change. And then All, All In came out and things took this big step. And with everything we're doing for the new album, it's this step's going up again. And it's all just because we are, you know, it's the power of like that batch of songs building that sort of, you know that that collection together and going. This is what bands do. No, I love, oh, what I love bands that. Should... So what what's coming up after this tour then? <laughs> Too far ahead in twenty twenty four. Yeah, well, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> just, being, well, well, I think I'm just being a bit cheeky here. If I can get an exclusive out you. <laughs> no, no, there's, there's there's loads. We're talking to Neil our manager about for next year lots of plans in the pipeline we've even yeah. started writing album four already wow. so we're um we're talking we're going about, away for that so we're going away for a week in october to go nice. and do some initial writing and recording um so we're not going to stop you know we're going to kind of yeah. as soon as as soon as this album's out we're going to kind of get starting on the next one um but yeah i think yeah loads there's loads kind of in the pipeline for next year um yeah. not sure what we can yeah. say but yeah john has been john keeps sending us airbnb links to huge houses in the countryside going, <laughs> okay. right, then, let's go here week and, and i love the idea so it's going to be um after the tour will be our first holiday together nice that's when we'll fall out yeah we'll have another chat then then after after your holiday and see and see what see what went on then eh? and to be honest carl we we you know we're going to put this album out the third album here we are and we want it to chat we want it to yeah. get as high as possible yeah and you know, like Matt's just um, said that the the black version of the vinyl's almost sold out. Yeah. Yes, of course we're gonna have, we're gonna put another version out at some point because if they're selling out, why not? And then yeah. it, you know, if we get really you know top hundred's great, you know, mm-hmm. but, but it, it kind of the band will disband and will never stop. 
you know, we are going to write album four, but next year, you know, if the album surpasses our expectations, which it already has done, then who knows what will happen in 2024, you know, so I what just do, don't know. What do you think is possible for a chart finish? It depends, really, because it depends on who releases at the time. Yeah, you know, some yeah. you know, left it a week, you know, where they've got 25, you know, sometimes 20, 20 sales can literally make 10, 20 places wow. sometimes, so... Every sale is so crucial. Yeah. We'll, we'll be happy with, you know, we're not, you know, we'd, we'd love to be as high as possible. But yeah. to be honest, we've always said if we can, if we can be in that top 100, that top 75, mm. that, that dream is that top 40. If yeah. we if we can be somewhere near there, then, then we'll be really happy, you know. So we will see. But, you know, that's the fun of the game, isn't it? The fun of, the fun of it is is giving it a go. And if it works, yeah. brilliant. If it doesn't, well, do you know what? We'll still keep going and we'll still keep playing the gigs and we'll still keep, you know, trying to take those steps to where we want to get to because, because we love doing this. And, and what would we be without it? Well, we'll be supporting you on the build-up to the album, you know, pushing in you and, you and trying to help you as much as we can. Uh, Johnny, Matt, Sam, Ben, Jamie, thanks for joining us today. Is there is there one last message that you'd like to leave for the Apollo Junction fans just before we let you crack on with the evening and you get you listening to that test press? Well, um, uh, I suppose the typical one is, is do you know what? We are we are nothing without those people. We are just a little band from, from Leeds. And I always say this, you know, but we are just a little band from Leeds who are just, who just have a few songs. And anyone who supports us, anyone who's getting behind us, any anyone who just, you know, is enjoying what we do, thank you. And let's, you know, let's keep it going because yeah. it's about being together and, and seeing where we can get to. But, you know, Welcome to the guide. It's uh, a lot of fun. Nice one, lads. Nice one, lads. So enjoy your evening. Crack on that. Um, Cheers, check guys. out the album. Uh, lovely to see you. Um, you know, just smashing it, boys. And keep keep grafting. Uh, it's, it's, it's a lovely thing to watch. And yeah, thanks for joining us tonight. Have a good night. Yeah, see you in Sheffield, thanks, yeah. Thanks, thanks for the spot, mate. Thanks for the spot. Junction, ladies and gentlemen. So like we say in the description... Uh, press the link in the description and treat yourself to a ticket, a bundle, uh, a new album from Apollo Junction. Why not? Uh, and, ladies and gentlemen, as well, I'm a bit bored of the, this theme music. I've gone off it for some reason. So, I'm uh, wanting to uh, invite you, the band, you know, if you're in a band out there and you've got a nice bit of music, take out your uh, audio for us and send it to me if you're okay for me to use it as the new music bed for the podcast. Why not? I'm bored of this one bored now and again but it needs to be it needs to be you know lively it needs to have a bit of oomph you know uh, and yeah email it to carl at rgm.press and I'll use it and put a link to you your band your tunes on the podcast as well why not so yeah did you enjoy the chat with the boys uh, I like it when you get a full band together the dynamics are different on an interview Zoom makes it a bit of a pain in the arse because you do end up talking over each other a little bit but yeah, people are used to that aren't they I suppose uh, so yeah thanks for joining us again pop yourself onto the socials delve into the archives subscribe on YouTube for us we're getting there and thank you for you know just sticking with us you know over a hundred weeks we've been doing this hundred weeks Uh, very enjoyable we've got plenty coming up we might have you know, another bone. I, I know I said it the other week and it didn't happen but um, shit can happen you know with podcasts uh, we might have a bonus one coming up this week for you as well um, so stay tuned ladies and gentlemen 
I'm going to let you get off. Enjoy the week. Whatever you're up to. Whatever you're up to. Um, yeah. Stay safe. Keep in touch. You're the best. And I've been Carl Maloney, that guy from RGM, signing off for another week. Toodaloo. Welcome to RGM. Are you in a band? Come and join us. Simply click on the RGM submission page, submit your music, and we'll sort the rest. Hello. Did you know that you can support our podcast in many ways? Within the description of this podcast, you will see a list of all the equipment that we use. These are Amazon affiliate links. Clicking on these links take you to Amazon. If you buy whatever you're planning that week, we get a small kickback and you get a parcel at no extra cost. We would really appreciate your support. Or you can just go old school and donate a pound or whatever you feel is appropriate in there. Please subscribe. Tell a friend about our show. And thank you for your support. And we'll see you next week.